This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Welcome to AutoCorrect, helping you correct your auto problems. I'm Liz Gill with the lady auto mechanic, Allison Walker, who is ASE certified. Hello, Allison. Hello, Liz. I cannot believe that ladybug swarm that showed up on on the weather radar yeah. in California, 80 miles wow. wide by 80 miles long. I'm, I don't know what to think of that. A, a, a ladybug it's, bloom is what they called it. A bloom. So I think uh, however it's, much people uh, complain about the love bugs, they're not that bad. Yeah, you don't, you don't have to <laughs> We have got some driving tips and statistics. Hey, I'm going to have trouble with that word today. Statistics (laughs) to give out between your vehicle repair questions. But first, let's go back to Allison. Uh, What have you been doing? I I see on your The Lady Auto Mechanic Facebook page, you go to lots of races and things. What have you been up to this last week? I've gotten to where I don't even post all of it so much. But like this past weekend, I went to three different car and coffee meet and greets and meeting people and met so many people and saw so many awesome cars. And if anyone wants to go to a a free car show to just go check out stuff. The car and coffee meetups are fantastic, and they're all over the state. They're in Hattiesburg, they're in Biloxi, um, and we had three in the Jackson area this past weekend, right? Alone, so um, so that's a lot of fun. So busy, busy with that, and I didn't even I didn't even, I'm doing it so much as you can see on my my page. I didn't even take pictures this last time and post it, right? But um, yeah, a lot of busy with that. A lot of a lot of car work. I don't know what's going on this summer, but I've just gotten I'm pretty swamped. So maybe my plus plus uh, plus the stuff people pay you for. Yeah, that, that's the good stuff. Yeah, yeah, very busy. We don't pay her at MPB, folks. Uh, Allison does this out no. of the goodness of her heart to to help uh, help our listeners and help the state give out this great automotive advice. So we thank her very much for being available to answer your automotive questions. So if you have any, we would love for you to call in. Remember that our phone number is one eight. Seven seven MPB ring. That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. You can also send us an email. Our address is auto at mpbonline.org. One thing we thought we'd talk about was giving some driving tips. Should we start with some of the driving tips? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. You know, it's been so long <laughs> since most of us took driving tests. Yeah. Uh, we've been at it for a while, and sometimes it's good to be reminded of things, and sometimes it's uh, it's just good to be reminded of things that even yeah. weren't on the test. Well, some of the stuff I was reading is you can go and take an online driving course, and you may save money on your insurance. Right. But it's good to refresh anyway, and right. it's going to be more um, in-depth than what you take to get your license. Exactly. So I highly recommend that, and there's plenty information online about that right yeah they are online so you'd need internet at home or you could do it at a library but check with your car insurance because sometimes the break on the insurance might be less than how much the car how much the test take costs but it you know that's different for everyone yeah. so uh, check on that don't forget for your students there's a good driving discount you send in your uh their report cards uh-huh. and you can get a discount for that and also if they take driver's ed either through their class or some places offer it in the summer for kids um uh 
my kids all did that at a private school here and you you have you get a certificate and you send that in and you get a discount on your automobile insurance that's a good deal because it's expensive so many discount helps and i remember back in the day taking uh driver's classes defensive driving that's what Mm -hmm. that's all they said defensive driving you need to drive down the road like everybody else is a maniac and you have no idea what they're (laughs) going to do so you have to be ready you have to be prepared and one of the top things to say is look far ahead yeah don't just look at the end of your hood look at the next block or a little block farther yeah and i've ridden with people who noticeably did not look ahead they would complain about the car right in front of them i'm like do you realize there's cars in front of that car you're not you know you're you're right here and yeah so that's a really good really good tip look ahead see what they're doing who's turning who's stopping right naughty um so and then the second one is getting the big picture and i think that is you know, not only looking ahead, but looking behind, looking to the side. Are is there cross traffic coming? Are there pedestrians? Be very aware of your surroundings. Yeah. Definitely. And then uh, uh, number three was have an escape plan. That's if you, you you notice cars are starting to back up in front of you. Well, do you have a shoulder that you could pull off on? If someone is coming behind you and you see that they're coming up really fast, you know, could you pull over to the right? Could you pull over to the left? Different, uh, I guess that's part of being aware of your surroundings, but actively planning out well now if this guy does this then i need to do that yeah and uh maintaining proper following distance allison remind our listeners why that's important please don't tailgate because you don't know what they're going to do drop a phone and slam on their brake to grab their phone or are they just slam on their i know we've all seen those drivers who for some reason randomly put on their brakes when there's nothing in front of them right those people um you know and so it only takes a a few seconds and then you've rear-ended someone so tailgating please don't do it it drives me nuts for some reason well and i I was always awful at the however many car lengths how many feet between vehicles so i always keep a two-second minimum three-second is recommended but if it's if you're going fast or if there's slick weather uh you know the the speed limit is a maximum folks uh now there also are speed minimums but if there's slick weather keep a four-second interval between you and the person in front of you yeah and then uh, one of the last defensive driving tips is reduce driving distractions yeah. What are some distractions that you've noticed or that you have in your life while you're driving? Well, for for me, um, it's listening to music probably is the worst. And I didn't know. I've, for the, looking at the statistics for the show, I, would, I didn't realize that distracted driving, whether you're listening to a conversation or you're listening to us on the radio or listening to music, decreases your focus by 40%. I had no idea. But it makes sense. And, you know, I didn't realize that. So I guess if you're in some really serious traffic, you may want to turn everything off and keep everything everyone quiet that's in the car with you and you know especially when you're in a city where you're getting a lot of traffic
traffic or something like that because I, I didn't realize that it just decreased your focus that much. So yeah, that's that's serious. Now texting and driving, I, I don't do that in traffic. And uh, you know, and I'll I'll make the I will pull over and text and look weird on the side of the road sitting there texting. But um, you know, I do it occasionally or I'll read a text. But I make sh- darn sure you know I'm I'm really far from someone. People I've known have wrecked from doing that. Who are good drivers have have wrecked from uh, looking at texts and reading texts and texting back. So um, so I don't recommend doing that. Yep. Those are some things that uh, I deal with. Lisa, one of the coworkers here, was saying she was driving alongside someone who was smoking and uh, looking working on her phone as she drives. So smoking, eating, you know, going through that drive through. I know those French fries are yummy, yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, maybe hold off and, and try not to eat and drive. But we've yeah. all done it. I think. Yeah. I think we've all done it. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely have. We've got some calls we're going to go to. Let's go to Max. Max, we're thankful that you've called in today. We would love to hear about your auto question or comment on AutoCorrect. Go ahead. Yes, I have a uh, 2015 Nissan Altima. And when I turn on the left turn signal, the little arrow on the dash just goes crazy. And on you turn it on the right, and it's normal. I was just kind of wondering if if this was a, like a flasher problem, or what might be the the problem. Usually, that just means one of your bulbs have gone out on the left. Oh. So to have someone stand outside or, or pull up at a convenience store and turn it on and see which one is out, whether it's your front or your rear um, turn signal light. That's all that means usually. Okay. I appreciate it very much. You're Thank very you. welcome. Bye. Thanks, Mac. We app- Max, we appreciate you calling in. Let's now go to Terry in Tupelo. Hi, Terry. Thanks for calling in to AutoCorrect. We are glad that uh, you've given us a call. Go ahead. Yeah, I love the show. Thank uh, you. I wanted to put a little extra spin on the defensive driving and safety when it comes to motorcycles. Um, I read an in- interesting statistic last week from the insurance, uh, National Insurance uh, Board that said Mississippi, based on population, has the highest incidence of fatalities on motorcycles. Gosh, that's sad. Wow. Yeah, that is sad. And, you know, the thing about it is, is, is motorcycles, they can look and, and drive defensively, but if a person is not paying attention around a motorcycle or, or looking for things, uh, there's no contest. I mean, the, the car is going to win every time. And I feel like and they've gotten more popular lately, too. You see more people on motorcycles lately. Yeah. They become yep. more available and more and more just in style. And so I've had I've had one friend die on a motorcycle. I'm sorry. Another person who was just put into the hospital, he's actually in a coma. Uh, oh, wow. And it was a pizza delivery guy who went to the wrong address and pulled out without looking. And uh, he hit the pizza delivery car and went flying. Uh, so, you know, it's just something that people need to be aware of when they're out driving. Uh, it's sometimes hard to see, but you know, just keep your eyes open. 
That's a good tip. And maybe just fair to say, everyone, let's just start keeping an eye out for motorcyclists all the time and be vigilant about that since there are so many more of them. And just kind of keep that in mind every time you get in your car. Look for that little small dot. I mean, they're they're very small when compared to the size of a car when you're visually looking out on the road. You don't really think in size of a, of a little dot. I almost hit a car, a motorcyclist one time as he came flying up on my right side right as I was about to turn right and he just as I turned the steering wheel he flew past me I thought wow if that could have been half a second different I would have hit him because he came so fast um, and then there was I didn't see him at all in my in my rearview mirror it was slightly dark outside That's yeah all one of the things uh, you know the trauma of, of actually killing someone on a motorcycle or injuring them yeah you're not probably going to get hurt in your car but that, that trauma and, and mental uh, issue will stay with you for the rest of your life. I bet. I'm sure. I'm sure it would. Well, thank so you anyway, for that tip. That's really good. We need to, to have more awareness guy. about that. Thank you, Terry. Yep. That's remember. Get your big picture uh, from uh, knowing what's around in your surroundings. We're going to continue our discussion of driving tips and stats when we come back from the break. But if you have a problem with your vehicle, we would love for you to give us give Allison a call one eight seven seven MPB ring. That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. You can also send us an email. Our address. This is auto at mpbonline.org. Is your car under recall? We have a list of ones that are when we come back. You're listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. The information presented on this program is meant to provide general information about the topics discussed and is not necessarily the opinion of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. The information presented does not create any type of relationship between the hosts and guests and the listening audience. Please consult an appropriate professional for guidance about your concerns. I'm Robert Krulwich from Radiolab. We're told that smell triggers memories in the brain. So if you're in your car, let's try something. Roll up your windows and inhale, okay? There are some memories you cherish and others that just um, linger. But now here's a thought. How about contributing this barrel of aroma that is your car to your favorite public radio station? And you might even get a tax deduction. Thanks. Donate your car, motorcycle, boat, or RV by going to mpbonline.org. You're listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. Welcome back to AutoCorrect with Allison Walker, the lady auto mechanic. I'm Liz Gill. If you can't listen to our show all the way through live, we do hope you'll find our podcast and and see our new spiffy podcast platform. And uh, I listen to podcasts when we're traveling. Here are the recalls for the week. 
the 2017-18 Honda Clarity fuel cell. The problem is the electric water pump. 2019 Nissan Altima, the fuel pump lock ring may not be fully engaged. The 2019 Chevrolet Silverado Silviera, Sierra 1500 2020 HDs equipped with rugger liner hard trifold Tonyo covers. The covers may not properly secure to the bed of the truck. The 2018-19 Ram 1500 has a trouble with the uh, rear drive shaft. And the 2010-2013 Suzuki Kazashi, that's one I've not heard of before, has a problem with the front passenger seat. You can find out if your car has a past recall by going to the National Highway Transportation Safety Administration's website, nhtsa.gov slash recalls, and inputting your VIN number. We've got a number of calls. Oh, we're full up on calls. So great. We're going to go right to Kay in Memphis. Kay, thanks so much for calling in to autocorrect. Go ahead. Thank you. I am not asking about a question of a current car because I don't drive anymore. I'm coming up on my 89th birthday. But I was the one that called in about to stump you on the first air conditioning. Oh, uh uh-huh. Okay. I want to ask you, do you know how GEICO got its name? I think it's like government, was it government employees, insurance company, something like that? You are absolutely correct. I was in the Air Force station at, at um, Travis um, when all this hullabaloo happened. And anyway, I bought my first car. I did not have a driver's license. I had jack squat. But my, my partner, I, mean, I was I, I already been through OCS. And I was a first lieutenant. So anyway, they gave me, they let me have that car with no insurance, no nothing. And I asked for a set of tire chains. And they said, why, this is October. I said, yeah, but we're going up into the mountain. The base, Travis had a base, I mean, had a, um, a lodge up at Donner Pass. You probably know where Donner Pass was in its history. And that night we had six inches of snow. And the only people that could get out of there were the ones who had tire, uh, tire chains or, or, or snow tires. But anyway, that was just interesting. But they gave me insurance. And I did not even know how to drive. But see, at that time, it was for government employees and the military. But after the after the war sort of settled down, they found that they were not having as many people apply for insurance. So they had to drop the name Government Employees Insurance Company. And that's where they came up with GEICO. All right. Thank you, Kay. We appreciate and, and that. If I think it's that little loser, I said, that's a darn gecko. <laughs> but that, I, this, this is from the 1950s. I was in Korea. And the other thing I want to say is I know we are observing World War II. And I, I, was, I was flat on my back in the hospital. Uh, I'm not expected to live during that time. But anyway, I'm 89. I'm coming up on 89. But let us not forget the lives that were lost in our other conflicts. And see, I was here in Korea, and 
I know how many lives were lost, and I saw those plain loads of litter patients coming in there. And I, you know, it's my responsibility to try to ship them off to hospitals near their homes or whatever. So I know about the devastation of war. So I, I, I accept the fact that we need to think about what happened in the past but this is not the such distant past and if we don't watch out we may have something else coming up so anyway well thank you okay thank we you. appreciate it we do and I, and that's why i like uh on my in the afternoons i tell people what holidays it is and every day there's about three or four holidays and i i like it when each you can acknowledge different events uh, with its own holiday, and uh, it, it, uh, and so I, I right now, you know, today is uh, the commemoration of D-Day, and it'll be uh, wonderful to see all these reenactment and all these memories that are coming out this week in in honor of the 75th celebration. But Kay, we certainly thank you so much for uh, your service to our country. But now we're going to go to David. David. Thanks for calling in to AutoCorrect. Uh, you're on. What's your comment or your question? Uh, well, I have a comment, not too many questions. Well, it's in the comment in the form of a question, if you will. But I noticed on the interstates, people are rushing, going way past the speed limits most of the time. And they're very non-courteous. Like, say, for instance, I'm trying to put a uh, pass over into a lane or merge over into a lane, whether it's the right lane or whether it's re- left lane. I look through my rear mirror first and see what I got happening back there before I do anything. That's first off. That's just instinct. I put my signal on. The car behind me sees me motioning. They'll immediately speed up to try to, um, to, to stop me from whatever it is I'm trying to do. And I'm trying to figure out what is on that motor's mind. Why can't he just stay where he is and let the cars in front of him do whatever it is they're doing? Yeah, I've noticed that, that too. Yeah, if it's that important for him to get in front of me, then guess what? Newsflash, he's got a million other motorists still going to be in front of him. Right. David, I had the exact same thing happen to me on the way to work. There is a notorious uh, intersection that has... They've cut off one of the lanes as you go through the intersection. Well, now, most people know that, you know, two blocks before that, you've got to scoot over. Well, uh, I I thought usually there was a big lane of traffic, and usually it kind of spreads out a little. So I was trying to scoot over, and I put on my signal, and I thought I had enough uh, space to scoot over. And sure enough, it seemed like somebody scooted over, and then they flashed their lights at me. And I couldn't (laughs) figure out, were you flashing your lights at me because they're saying, hey, you can't cut in here? Or were they flashing their lights at me to say, oh, go ahead, you, please go ahead, because it seemed like they sped up. So, uh, David, I I agree it, uh, you know, try to to be courteous out there, folks. Yeah. Yeah, because that would reduce a lot of accidents, because I I drive for Grubhub. I'm a delivery driver for Grubhub. Okay. And uh, I see a lot of fender benders in my line of work. I'm driving to and fro delivering food to people. And I'm just thankful to God above that I'm not one of those ones that's in that in that particular situation. I try to be as defensive and as alert as I can when I drive all the time. And polite. <laughs> yeah, and polite, yeah. Thanks, David. Well, thanks we that. really appreciate you calling in with that. Um, we're going to go now to Ernie in Jackson. Ernie, thank you for calling in on AutoCorrect today. We're glad you're part of the show. Go ahead. Thank you all very much. Uh, 
what y'all do for helping everybody out to answer their automotive problems and get them pointed in the right direction. Oh, thank you. Just a brief follow-up on the motorcycle safety comment call from earlier. Um, everyone just about played the punch bug game as kids coming up riding in the car where when you see a Volkswagen bug, you call out the color and reach over there and punch your little brother or sister in the arm and so on. Um, one of the things that we can do is to encourage our kids to play the same game but with motorcycles. Oh, I like that. Um, and the byproduct is that as they grow up and when they begin driving, they'll automatically be conditioned to spot motorcycles um, that normally would get overlooked because they make up such a small percentage of what you see on the road that your eye and your mind just doesn't automatically recognize them. But uh, it's a fun game for the kids, and it might save a life later. That's a good idea. That's a good tip. So I'm going to spread the word. I'm around kids. Slightly unrelated this time of year, everyone cutting your grass. Yeah. Take care not to throw your grass clippings out into the road. Uh, Those wet grass clippings on a motorcycle coming through a curb are like hitting a patch of ice. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. All right. Hey, we'll get get, um, Fix It 101. They had the small engine repair guy or or we'll have the gardening guy tomorrow. We'll we'll, we'll remind people about that, too. Thank you, Ernie. That would be wonderful. Thank you all so much. All right. Thank you. Let's go to Gavin in Mobile. We love our Mobile listeners. Gavin, thanks for calling into AutoCorrect today. Go ahead. Yes, ma'am. Well, thank you all for what you do, and good morning. How are you all? Appreciate it. Good. How are you? Doing well. That's great. Uh, one thing that I would like to remind everybody of, I know it's this time of year, you know, people are, you know, out pulling boats and all kinds of other stuff with trailers. Um if y'all will remember to check your trailer lights before you do anything, your brake lights, your your turn signals and things like that, especially in the evening time because, you know, people get out and they pull these trailers and they don't have any lights. You've got and a then, good point. I've seen that a lot, too. Oh, yeah. And then, they, and then they wonder, you know, and then they wonder why when they hit their brakes, you know, they cause a four or five car accident because the guy behind them slammed into them. You know, I mean, it's a, it's a terrible thing when it happens because once those trailers decide to go wherever they're going to go, they're just going to go that way. Right. And, That's you know, a good people, tip. People, people end up dead because they, they, you know, they can't see the trailer on the interstate. Mm-hmm. You're right. Gavin, uh, when we were talking this morning uh, before the show and my friend mentioned someone who had a cigarette and was on their phone while driving, I mentioned there was a a lawnmower guy service who had their trailer and didn't have any lights and he stuck his arm out. And I thought, oh, that's wonderful. He doesn't have a turn signal on his trailer, but he's sticking his arm out to make a left hand turn. But no, he turned right and he just was sticking his arm out. Oh, he didn't know that you do this for right. Yeah, he didn't know know his arm movements anymore. Good. No. Another reason to go back through and take a take another round on the driver's test. All right. Gavin, thank you so much. We appreciate you for reminding it. And, and if anybody's going out on the lake on a boat this weekend, give me a call. I'd like to go, too. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. We're talking about driving tips and stats today. We're taking your car repair questions and your comments um, after our break. Our number is one 877 MPB ring. That's 1-877-672-7464. You could also send us an email, auto at mpbonline.org. What's an unreliable car not to buy? We'll get to that after the break. You're listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. 
You're listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. Thank you for listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. Allison Walker, the lady auto mechanic, is our expert. I'm Liz Gill, and I hope you've downloaded our app for your smartphone, the MPB Public Media app. Oh, Allison, I found us on YouTube. We're on YouTube. Now, you don't get to actually see a video of us, but the show is on YouTube. The way you find it is you go to the Mississippi Public Broadcasting Channel. So you go to the Mississippi Broadcasting Channel, and then there's a bunch of MPB videos, and that's where autocorrect videos are, which are really just the show's audio. Just the audio, yeah. you know, whatever whatever platform rocks your world, we're trying to be there, whether you listen to things online or uh, the MPB public media app, a podcast, or if you like, YouTube. You can listen to our shows on YouTube. Consumer Reports has a list of 108 2007 to 16 models that have a record of much worse than average overall reliability based on subscriber responses to their annual survey. Today, we're going to caution you about the Volvo XC90, the 2016 and 17 models. They have some electrical problems, but mm. usually Volvos are tip top. Right. That's you know one of the only ones, but it has a, little, a few electrical problems. So please consider reading up on the reliability of this car before purchasing it as a used car, suggests Consumer Reports. CarComplaints.com is another resource for unreliable car lists. And, uh, Allison, every time I look up these consumer ones, I go to con- I go to Car Complaints, and it's the same thing. Awesome. Uh, so they're, so they're, that's where they're... It's a double check on, uh, on which of these unreliable used cars. If you're interested in reviews of new cars, Casey Williams is the automotive correspondent for WFYI, a public radio station in Indianapolis. He's reviewed cars and covered the auto industry for 25 years, and his review this week is on the 2019 Nissan Armada. And I did talk to our good friend, uh, Roddy, and uh, once we get a few more 2020s released, we'll have him come on and talk about uh, some of these new 2020 models that are out. Good deal. All right. We have a full slate of calls, so let's go to Tim. Tim, you're calling from Iowa. Love that. My um, daughter used to go to college in Grinnell, so we're so glad that you've called into the show. Go ahead. Thank you. Um, Yeah, I I don't live too far from Grinnell, actually, so... uh, Away from Iowa up here. Uh, I'm I, I'm a truck driver, and I was listening to your show, and I, I got to call these girls here on some <laughs> of the safety tips that you might uh, enjoy hearing from a truck drivers. Yes, indeed. Um, there was a uh, 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 you were speaking about uh, leaving yourself an out earlier when you're stuck in right. traffic or something like that. Mm-hmm. And if you see somebody coming up behind you fast, do you have an out to go to the right or to the left? Uh, if you're, as a truck driver's perspective, if you're setting still and you're in the road, it's stuck in traffic and you see a truck coming up behind you or even another vehicle perhaps, uh, just stay put. 
because that truck driver is looking for his way out, for his out, uh, his escape route. And most of the time, if they're a good truck driver or a good driver, uh, they'll go to the right into the ditch to avoid you. So right. if you... You do see that a lot. Just, I would suggest just just stay put. So they can okay. predict where you're going. They don't have to worry about you moving in front of where they're trying to escape to. And uh, try to keep your escape route to the right, down into the ditch, rather than, say, into the median. Because then you're headed right towards head-on traffic from the other direction. That's a good tip. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. That's that's really okay. good. Just go into a ditch instead of into traffic or to your left right. where there's going to be other traffic coming same direction as you. But, yeah, that's a good tip. I appreciate yeah. that. Yes. Uh, another one for from the truck driver's perspective is when you go to pass a truck, try and leave, you know, at least one to two car spaces between you and the front of that truck before you cut back in front of us. That's a good tip. Yep. Anything less than about one car length, we're not going to be able to see your turn signals and see what you're, what you're, even if you're indicating that you're wanting to come over and whatever, we cannot see that turn signal from the truck. Okay. So you're saying one to two cars in front of you and you'll be able to see what, what the car's trying to do at least. At the very, yeah, Mm -hmm. at the very minimum. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, and these things don't stop as quick as the as cars do, of course. Right. And um, I concur with the guy that called in about uh, people pulling trailers and checking their lights and stuff like that. Oh man, there is a lot of that. Yeah, there he is. So yeah. Um, then uh, one more thing that I have is for a tip. Uh, you were talking about motorcycles and uh, how small they are and they're hard to see. And uh, he was uh, saying, you know, motorcycle versus a car wreck, whatever, the motorcycle's going to lose every time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the four-wheelers, the cars, uh, you're the motorcycles to us as far as truck driving. I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, a two-ton or even a one-ton uh, car is going to lose when it comes to a truck. They're 40 tons. And uh, make sure you have your space. Don't argue. Just be, try and be as polite to each other as possible. Give everyone their so space. I, I like that. Yeah, everyone. Everyone. Uh, yes. Not just truck drivers, not just cars, not just motorcycles. Try and be as polite as you can. Uh, leave yourself an out. And if, if you got to take a ditch, take it to the right away from the other traffic. So, got it. Um, Those are good tips. So, and, oh, oh, okay, one more. Uh, okay, it, I'm sorry. Are you there? <laughs> we are. Here. Okay, I'm sorry. I had something go off in the truck here. Uh, if we cannot see, if you cannot see the driver, in the mirrors when you're following a truck that truck driver can't see can't you can't see you that's a good tip if you if you're so close to the back end of that truck that you can't see his mirrors or her mirrors pardon me uh we can't see you we have no idea that you're there that's so a good tip try and stay, try and stay visible 
stay um, visible. That's a good tip too. Yeah, stay stay visible. visible. That's another good tip. Yeah, stay out of the nose zone. Give so everyone space and stay visible. Come. Yes. I like that. Uh, that's that's I I could stay here and talk with you all day long about this, but I realize there's other people that have information they're wanting to find out. So I'll back out and I appreciate it. Well thank, thank you. you. Thank for thanks for calling from Iowa. I love that. That's our first very, very long distance call. So that's awesome. Well, I have to admit I am passing through uh Mississippi here. That, I have no I That's how you heard about us then. Are. Yes, I was listening to the uh MP uh, uh the, the uh, creature comforts on MPB at nine. Yes, yeah, there's something like that. Okay, uh, I appreciate it. All right, awesome. thank, you. thank you so much. Thank yeah. you, Tim. We uh, appreciate you. Yeah, we love having our truckers with the the two interstates that go through Mississippi. It's fantastic that uh, we get some truckers who participate in our shows. We're so glad about that. All right, we are discussing driving tips and steps. Let's take one more call before our break. Uh, Jimmy, we're so glad that you've called in. Go ahead. Uh, good morning. Good morning. Uh, quick question for you. I uh, went in to have my tires rotated, and um, the tire place took a uh, tire off and put it in whatever machine and then asked me if I knew the wheel was bent on the, the tire. And I said no, and he showed me the tire rotating in whatever machine. And I could see a slight wobble, but I couldn't visibly see the bent in the wheel. Uh, how dangerous is that? Because uh, I talked to another mechanic, and he said, you know, if it, if the tire doesn't leak or go down, then the bent the bent wheel is kind of irrelevant. What's your take on that? My take on it is anything that makes the wheel wobble is dangerous um, because you're shaking all those components that hold your wheel onto your car and it's going to weaken them over time and may cause you to have to replace something you wouldn't normally have to. Um, for most vehicles, you can go to a junkyard and get a wheel real cheap. And I know bends happen a lot in the Jackson area with all the potholes. That's a that's a big common problem is bent wheels, not yeah, the tire, but the light, wheel. Light. Yeah, even a slight wobble to me is enough. I'm surprised you didn't feel it in the car, but sometimes, like, if it's on the rear tire, you won't feel it as much as the front. But um, I recommend getting it fixed because if you think about it sitting there wobbling where it's attached to it, it, to the car, it's shaking all that stuff on top of the wheel itself. It's not just the wheel that's wobbling at that point. It's your bearings and your hub and your if it's your front end of your car, it's your tie rod, um, ball joints and those things. So you don't want to cause those to fail because your um, wheel will come even loose. Even with that little minuscule wobble, like I said, it wasn't very noticeable. But any if they weren't able to balance it out and make it balanced, then then it's a, then you would want to look to get that replaced as soon as possible. Or there are places that that fix bends in wheels, um, tire wheel repair repair places that spe- specify. Uh, well, my understanding that he did balance it. Then it should be fine. If it balanced out, right. then that's okay. As long as it spins true, that's all you're wanting it to do, then then you're okay. I wouldn't worry about well, it. I went ahead and ordered 
rims anyway, just in case. So okay. I just wanted to hear your take on it. Okay. Okay, thank you. You're very welcome. Thank you, Jimmy. We appreciate you calling in today. We're discussing driving tips and stats uh, when we come back from the break, but we're taking your repair questions. Remember, you can always send us an email, auto at mpbonline.org. This is AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. Get your MPB car tag anytime. It doesn't even have to be up for renewal. Simply go to your county office to sign up. When you get an MPB car tag, a portion of the fee helps MPB continue to educate, inform, and entertain Mississippians. For details, visit mpbonline.org slash car tag. We'll see you on the road. Listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. Welcome back to AutoCorrect. Now, if you've missed any of our program, you can listen to the whole show at mpbonline.org slash autocorrect. Our website for AutoCorrect looks a little different now, um, but you can still listen to us at there. You can listen to us at the podcast. Just find AutoCorrect, two words. We should be uh, on the podcast platforms, you know, spot uh, at Podcast Addict, um, Spotify, um, there's all sorts of ones that uh, that iTunes, look for us there. You can find us on YouTube, and we hope uh, you will listen to us uh, wherever you are. We've got a full line of calls, so we're going to go to Shannon, who's calling from the coast, Van Cleve. Shannon, we're glad that you're calling to participate in our show. Go ahead. Thank you. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. Um my comment uh, is about trailers also, um, and I'm a little bit surprised that the truck driver didn't um, elaborate a little bit on this, but I drive a uh, truck and horse trailer around on a daily basis, and um, I just find that regular car drivers don't take into consideration the fact that anyone pulling a truck and trailer can't stop very easily and not to mention when if we have to brake quick and hard we're throwing our stock around or whatever's around and our trailers in the back it's unsafe but um i can't tell you how many times i've been on the road when a car will pull out in front of me and then only go a few feet ahead of me and slam on brakes and turn well there i've slammed on my brakes twice to keep from hitting them and my trailer in the back is doing the jig along with my livestock on the trailer it's just really important i think for people to be aware of you know even the big trucks you can't pull out in front of them and stop and turn it's just they can't stop they can't stop easily 
Right. Shannon, right. that is to... so uh, such a good thing to keep in mind. And I'm so I'm very glad that you you mentioned that. You know, we do have a lot of uh, uh, agricultural uh, individuals and w- whether they are we want your horses and your cows and right. or whatever you happen, pigs, chickens, whatever you happen to be hauling to be exactly. nice and safe and and the drivers. So thank you so much for reminding us about that. OK, thank you. We're going to go now to uh, caller. Go ahead. We appreciate you calling in to autocorrect. Go on. Oh, uh, that's you. Yes, you. Go ahead. Yes, uh, she told, told my thunder what I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> I'm, also a tr- I'm also a truck driver, and as she said, you have people that pull out there in front of you when you get close to them. You got slam on your brakes. Then, like she said, they will also pass you or pull out there and go down the road just a little piece. And they slam on their brakes. You got slam on your brakes. Then they want to look at you like you're crazy. But all I can say is they need to be respectful of a truck. A lot of times nowadays, a lot of them pull out there and I'm going to give them a tip. They pull out there in front of you. They want you to hit them so they can get some money. I'm going to give them a heads up. Oh, yikes. The company I drive for, they have cameras in our truck. So if you you pull out there in front of me and all of a sudden I hit you or I run into the back because you slam the real brakes all of a sudden, don't think you're going to get paid. You may even lose your life behind it. Also, the camera going to catch the event on record. So you're not going to be able to sue or anything. So those lawyers that come out suing, suing the trucking company, they're going to be suing out of business. Thank you so much. We appreciate you calling about that. Um, I think that's that's great. You know, Allison, if uh, our listeners, the two things they need to take away from this show is you need to play punch cycle. You need to keep your eyes out for the motorcycles because the cars are so much bigger than the motorcycles. And then you need to make sure you have good distance in the back and in the front going around any kind of semi or truck trailer hauling a vehicle yeah two good tips let's go to tom on the natchez trace oh i love driving on the natchez trace remember the speed limit's 50 there tom thanks for calling in today uh go on the air you're on the air go ahead good morning i drive a uh an f-150 and i've noticed uh the last few months if i'm if i'm driving at say 50 like i am right now and uh if i put on the brakes to uh, slow down, just to you know, slow down as if I was coming up to a stop sign, traffic light. That the um, it, the front end shimmies, and it's it's quite noticeable. But now, if I'm driving at uh, say 30 or 20 and come up to a stop sign and you know put on my brakes, uh, I don't have that uh, don't have that shimmy. And uh, I was just curious about that if it could be a warped rotor on the front or. Uh, it sounds like a warped rotor because it's only when you put on your brakes. Yeah. And they, they'll tend to shimmy when uh, or, or wobble. It'll shake your steering wheel back and forth, too. Is it moving your steering wheel back and oh, forth? Yeah. Then oh, that's yeah, yeah. that's usually dead-on rotors. Yeah, it translates all the way back to the steering wheel. 
You may be using your brakes a little harder than you realize, too, and causing heat spots on the rotors, and that's uh, one thing that can cause that to happen prematurely. Um, just to, to give you a heads up on that, it might want to be a little more gentle on your brakes. And sometimes it'll correct itself if you change your braking pattern. It'll it'll even out those heat spots. But sometimes it's so bad you need to go ahead and have them turned or replaced to, to correct the problem. Okay. All right. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. You're very welcome. Thank you, Tom, for calling in. Oh, I'm going to be singing Wobble Baby, Wobble Baby, Wobble Baby the rest of the day. All right, Graham, thanks for calling in from Starkville. Uh, hope the baseball team's doing well. How are you? Uh, what can we help you with on autocorrect today? I just, I just had a couple of comments on the defensive driving that I have uh, uh, used, developed or, uh, over the decades, many decades of driving that I think uh, are worth noting. One is in close city traffic, uh, uh, watch through, clean through the windows of the car ahead of you to see the car ahead of him because oftentimes you can see lights and you certainly can see uh, him closing if the car, uh, uh, closing, getting close to the car in front of him that means he's going to stop and you have to stop and you can sometimes notice it before there's <clears throat> his taillights even come on uh, another thing is is watch if you ever have to pass on the right hand side and often on the highway you can especially if you happen to be approaching some intersection watch the front wheel of the car that you're passing on on your left uh, even if you're just driving and not passing and you're in those, that relative position watch that front wheel because if he starts to turn to the right, you can see his front wheel turning before his car has moved more than inches. And so I call it watching, if anybody knows mathematics, watching the second derivative. You can see what's going to happen before it, almost before it starts to happen. Uh, a third thing that happened with a multitude of Fulbright scholars that came to the university here years ago, that, and I know three of them that wrecked their cars by running off the shoulder and then yanking their steering wheel to get back on the shoulder. And I always say, if you run off the shoulder, hold your steering wheel tight until everything's under control and roll and rumble down the, the, the dirt. And that, of course, means that you've got enough shoulder there that you're not uh, skidding the, the, under, the, the, uh, uh, the undercarriage on the, on the pavement. You haven't fallen off 8, 10 inches. But hold it steady before you try to come back on and come back gently and watch all around you to see where, where the traffic is. All these cars jerked their wheels and it jumped back on and went clean off the other side of the road. When Wow. Graham, thank you so much. Those were fantastic tips to leave our audience with. Uh, You've been listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. We want to thank Jay White and Michelle McAdoo for helping us out. You can follow Allison Walker on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as The Lady Auto Mechanic. I'm Liz Gill, and up next is our Thursday Southern Remedy Show, Kids and Teens with Dr. Morgan McLeod. This is AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast.